Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. In a world of fake news, we bring you up-to-the-minute factual inaccuracy and a heavy dose of moral truth. With your hosts, Kyle Mann and Ethan Nicole. This is the Babylon Bee. Fake news you can trust. Hey everybody, it's the Babylon Bee. I'm Kyle Mann, I'm the editor-in-chief of the Babylon Bee. How's it going? I'm Ethan Nicole, bro. Oh man, righteous. Righteous. Yeah. The Lord just loves you guys. We just want you to guys to just feel, just come as you are. And just we just want to you know, love on you, we just, all over wow. you. We just want to do life together, we man. We have love, and we want to pour it on you. Yeah, like, like, like a bucket of salami. Ah, like like syrup. Like you guys are toast, and God's love is like syrup and melting butter. And then we just want to pour the melted butter over you, man. Ugh. Oh man. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and we just want to remind you to bring your friends to the big event this Wednesday night. Righteous. We're going to have a slip and slide. We're going to have it covered in jello. Food fight. There's going to be a food fight. Epic food fight. Are you serious? Food fight. Oh. We're going to put marshmallows in our faces until someone throws up. And we're going to jump in the pool in our clothes. What? Oh, oh so yeah. crazy. This we're crazy for Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but really, this is not the Babylon Bee youth group. This is the Babylon Bee podcast where you hang out with the Babylon Bee writers and stuff. <laughs> And here it is. So and you're gone. You're all gone now. And you thought you had the wrong podcast. <laughs> what the what the heck? The heck is this? D- did I just accidentally play the relevant podcast? <laughs> I'm just that, that's how they talk. I was imagining being. I just like assume so. Like the NPR name sounding. Oh really? I don't know. Relevant. That sounds such a. It's a desperate name. <laughs> 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 that's like naming your podcast important. <laughs> This is weird. I don't know. And we just want to report that Jen Hadmaker has <laughs> said something very biblically true and literate. <laughs> and we just love her so much. I assume. Is that? That's what I'm kind of what you're thinking. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, th- no, this is the Bow on B podcast. Um, so we wanted to mention that last week, Daryl had written in. Daryl. Oh, and, yeah. And he had asked us to, what did he ask us to do? Make fun of you you for saying darn. Oh, that's right. Dang. 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 And he said he would subscribe, and I checked, and he did. All right. He subscribed. So, yes. Now, he only picked the $5 a month plan. What a cheapskate. Seems a little cheap (laughs) for us dedicating a solid three minutes to the podcast. We've got to see if he deletes it next month. Oh, and then he'll just cancel it. It's not worth it. Yeah, then it wouldn't be worth it. Well, it was worth it. I got to mock you. (laughs) (laughs) But as part of a new segment where Kyle and Ethan... uh, Sell ourselves. Become sellouts. I'm trying to not use a word. (laughs) Ethan and Kyle sell themselves to get you to... (laughs) We prostitute our souls. There you go. That's a better word than the one I was thinking. To uh, get you to subscribe, we had someone... Who who wrote in for this? Who was this? Oh, we we got an email. Someone asked us to do a rap battle. Mm -hmm. And said if we did a rap battle... Oh, here here it is. It's Nathan Bears. Okay. And he says, um, 
You said you would do anything if we promised to... Anything. Su- anything we ask if we promised to subscribe. I'm oh, almost yeah. ready to quit freeloading. This close. He's close. Yeah, he's right on the verge. The one thing that could nudge me over the edge would be if Kyle and Ethan have a rap battle on the podcast. You got to take it seriously, though. I would take it seriously. I don't can, know. So can Dan get on the mic? And then, Dan, there's a list of uh, topics on there. And then whenever you say the topic, we have to switch to that topic and switch and switch sides. No. And I believe the goal of a rap battle is to insult each other. Yeah, see, I don't know. This is where I'm... You've seen the movie Bodied. Yeah, I know, but I'm just not good at it. <laughs> well, no, like, neither am I. That's why it's... But it'll be interesting. We're not doing it for the, to be cool. We're doing it to get yeah. money. That's true. Or at least to get the Babylon B money. <laughs> We're doing it to get money. All right, here we go. The Babylon B rap battle for money. Kyle versus Ethan. Wait, do we need a rap name? We each have a rap name? Yeah. I, can I be vanilla soft serve? I'll be heavy E. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got V soft serve and vanilla. And wait, what was your name? V- heavy, heavy E. Heavy E, yeah, yeah. And heavy E. Or E thang. We need someone to like do that. Isn't there a person in the middle that's like judging it? Oh, and oh we have to be, yeah, they have to, whenever we make a good rap, they're going to go, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, DJ, spin that stuff. Drop it. Drop that beat. Oh, Epstein. Yeah. Epstein. Epstein. Bring it. Epstein. Hanging in his cell because of Hillary Clinton. And your a name is Winston. And uh, yeah, you're going to be hanging in your cell because you know what? You're going to heck. Oh! Heron. Hair on? Here on this podcast, you say hair on all wrong. Because when I hit the gong, you try to sing a song. But you are nothing but a big ding dong. You got it all wrong. You're like Cheech and Chong. Smoking your weed in the back of a bong. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. It's my pleasure. And you're hanging out at Chick-fil-A because that's what you like to eat all day. And you like to get the sauce, the Polynesian style. You eat a lot, way more than Kyle. John the Baptist. Camel hair bikini. I think I want to eat some linguine. You look a little bit like a little bit teeny, like a little teeny bopper, like Dennis Hopper. You think that you're led right around in a chopper? Get to the chopper. I want to eat you like a sloppy Joe, like Larry Curly and Moe. You're a schmo, bro. DMT. Straight bodied. Yo, yo, you like to do drugs because you're all bugged out in the head. Like, uh, because your head's full of lead, man. You do the DMT. You see those machine elves. You do the DMT because you're dead like RBG. Oh! Is it over? <laughs> I don't think Dan's ever led a rap battle. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in a rap battle. I've never been either. But, yeah. but you did pretty good. I, I think right. you might have a future. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. But <laughs> yeah. So now we do we need to do the who was going to win? Like, yeah. Someone puts their hand over Ethan. Like, what about this guy? And then the crowd's like, oh, the two guys yeah. here. <laughs> and they put no, the comments crowd. can decide. Yeah. Oh. Uh. And then I slink away from Eight Mile yeah. in shame. Mic drop. So I said John the Baptist. What were you talking about, Ethan? 
camel hair bikini. That's all I had left for <laughs> for John the Baptist. It's like all I had and I just went off that because he wears camel hair bikini. The camel hair, yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, bikini. do you think this was worth it to get a five dollar a month oh, man, subscriber? Possibly it's obnoxious. <laughs> we'll do the sequel in the subscriber portion. <laughs> Freaking beautiful. All right, let's do some stuff that's good. But now, this week's edition of Stuff That's Good. All right. If you're a man, you might not actually be a man if you don't have one of these. If for the people that are listening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, specify people that are listening might be like uh, using their imaginations. It's a Leatherman tool. Okay, yeah. I, I used to have a Leatherman tool that my dad gave me that he had grown up with or had had for years. He gave it to me. I lost it. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like passed down generations and it's like whatever. Yeah. So I finally got one. This is my Leatherman rebar. I feel like every father needs one of these because... I need one. Can somebody get me one? Because if your kids are like, uh, Dad, I can't get the tag off my yeah. shirt. <laughs> and it's like a, it's like a Clint Eastwood, like Western, like, <laughs> what do you need? Yeah. What's it got and in there? What's it got in there? If you want to, if you have the corkscrew, if you're single, you want to impress a woman, and you're like, you know, out yeah. with her, whatever. She's like, oh, yeah, I can't get that. You just live <laughs> it, and she's like, <gasps> yeah, needle nose. Yeah, or you need pliers. I got them. You need. Can you know? Do you know what every single thing on there does? Um, I think on this There's one, a I lot do. of them where it's like, this one cracks a sepia nut, like some like ram yeah. nut no one's well, ever heard of. So. Uh, I do have also have a Swiss Army knife. Oh, and yeah, that's the old school. This one has like... Wait, why do you have both? Why not? It's overcompensating. This one has um, uh, a hook. Oh, yeah. The parcel. We tried to, I tried to Google to figure out what this hook does. <laughs> it says it's a parcel hook. So, if you're carrying a parcel that is mm-hmm. wrapped in a tiny string... It's like cut your fingers off. You can of? makeshift a handle for it. That's perfect. Which... Oh, my parcel... A, Carrying. It's like an incredibly specific, and then probably the one time that I'll have to carry one, I'll be like, "Oh no, I forgot my pocket knife." My parcel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, get one of these, and you will impress your wife and/or future wife. All right, my stuff that's good is just kind of gloating. If you follow into my social media accounts, you've already seen me gloating about this. But my brother, who's incredibly generous, uh, bought me G.K. Chesterton collected poems. The thing that's significant about this copy of this book, which does look like some kind of funky poster from the e- or like a folder that you'd put in your trapper keeper in the 80s, but then all the color faded out, uh, is that it is. So is that the original binding and stuff? Signed. Signed by G.K. By G. Chesterton. Chesterton. Wow. That's he has, I, my, my stuff that's good is G.K. Chesterton's signature. I don't know if you can see yeah. the yeah. glory of that signature, but it's like, that's some serious penmanship. I don't know if those are swords that he's got on his signature, but like it looks like swords. But uh, it, I feel bad about my signature when I see that thing. If you happen to have an extra thousand dollars, yeah, pick up, pick yourself up this thing. So it's pretty cool. So is that the original cover and binding and all that? It it's hard to tell because this weird that pattern it looks pattern on here, but then the inside paper. So maybe all that is covering that stuff. So I don't know if they. So it's possibly rebound. It's but possibly still. rebound, and yeah, it's like a really like that's ratty page. Like yeah, it's from like 1927. That's incredible, man. But my this will be my prized possession. That's so cool that I will take with me to heaven. <laughs> well, theologically inaccurate, sir. <laughs> this has been stuff that's good. This news is weird.
Zoo offers to name roaches and rats after patrons' ex-lovers. A Texas zoo is offering jilted lovers a chance to get some Valentine's Day revenge by naming a cockroach or a rat after their exes before it is fed to a larger animal. <laughs> this gets worse Not and worse. A smaller animal. Yeah, so do you have any exes that you would name a roach after? No, I, I... I always had amiable breakups on the few times that I... I dated one girl through all high school. And then married her? She broke up with me. She dumped okay, me. Okay, so that name. While I was playing X-Men Legends on the GameCube. <laughs> and then you asked me to drive her home, so I drove her home. Oh, man. And then... Wait, uh, so four years of dating and then... And then f- a few months later, I met my wife. Wow. So that was it. Hmm. And I have no hard feelings for, against her. Hmm. So I would not still name just her. do it. Just for fun. Yeah. There's probably some people I would want to name after. Okay. But not exes. Yeah, I don't want to name them on this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So it's five bucks to have a cockroach named after their ex. And if you want to make a stronger statement, you can pay $25 to name a pre-frozen rat. So the rats cost more? Is that the idea? Yeah, the rats cost more. They get fed to a snake. But how do they even know this happens? They film it or something? Yeah, do you get a video? I think you would want a video and then you'd want to send it to the viral person or something. And the zookeeper needs to be like, this... Is Jennifer. And can you pay extra for it to be like a slow, torturous death (laughs) at a high frame rate? Yeah. It's like epic music playing. (laughs) 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 Oh, no, I'm dying. (laughs) Well, but in in animal speak. The frozen rat wouldn't react a lot. And it feels like this would be some kind of arms race where you would just go larger and larger with the animals that you could name things after, right? Yeah. And I wonder how far this goes because yeah. if the zoo's just willing to be, willing to be paid off for animal violence, right? Like, can you? What is their price to put a bear in the gorilla cage and just <laughs> see what happens? Because <laughs> everybody wants to know. That's been the question for the ages. We, there, you can't find a video of a bear and a gorilla fighting on YouTube. I've tried. Everybody wants to know what happened. You got to go on the dark web for that. Kind of there stuff. are huge debates. Yeah. I'm sure like in China somewhere they have underground bear and gorilla fights or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. Absolutely. 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 But I don't know. We got to find a way to do it in America. Anyway. <laughs> GoPro camera recovered after six years underwater in Hawaii. Now, the crazy thing about this is there's a memory card in there and it still worked. So hats off to that memory card company. That's all I got. I think, you know, what's interesting is electronics, if you're not using them, like, they they can stay. They can be wet. They can be wet. But they got to dry out before you turn them back on, right? It's the shorting out that messes it up. Yeah. Like, you can actually take your computer and hose it down to clean it. Hmm. As long as you make sure it's 100% dry by the time you plug it back in. I'm also not recommending that our listeners and viewers Hmm. do this. (laughs) But I have seen people do it on YouTube where they'll, like, hose it down their computer and completely dry every drop of water. Huh. So that's why they say when your phone gets wet, turn it off right away. Yeah. And don't try to turn it on until you're sure it's dry. And then put it in rice. Yeah. Although I heard that wasn't true. Or that was. I read a bunch of articles that say it's true, but at the same time, if it's really wet, then the rice will get all caked up around it. Then it'll mm. be worse. Yeah. Mm. You don't want the rice to get all gooby. Yeah. Like, you don't want sushi phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, skier chased by bear at Romanian resort. Oh, I saw this you one this actually. Video? A man riding the chairlift at a Romanian skiing resort captured video of the tense moment that a fellow skier was chased by a bear down the slope. <laughs> no. He's like going down the slope and this bear is just, it looked after. like a cub it or like younger, a one yeah. year, year old bear. They're still big. And chasing him. Yeah, they're big when you see them up close, even if they're young. <laughs> yeah. And I guess he threw his backpack off to distract the bear and the bear went for the backpack. And he's like, ah, oh, this isn't a human. Yeah. What? 
But he got probably got an iPad or something out of it. Yeah, iPad. What else? Do granola bars. In there? Yeah. Well, that's probably what he wanted anyway. Food. Maybe. Yeah. iPad's pretty cool. Sure. Inventor unveils airbag jeans to protect motorcyclists in crashes. So Moses Shavar, who has been designing motorcycle safety jeans since partnering with Harley Davidson in Sweden 16 years ago, said this latest invention uses similar technology to airbag equipped vests that are currently on the market for protecting a rider's chest, back, and neck in a crash. Hmm. So there's a video here. There's like a pull cord attached to the bike. When you go flying off the bike, it pulls the cord and your pants go, Foom! and then like your legs are straight and they're like giant sausage legs. <laughs> Which so seems like... Wouldn't it be your whole body? That would just make you face plant really hard. Yeah, something. I'm wondering, I don't like, know. wouldn't you want it? Like your legs are the last thing you need to survive. You like, could ride around, you know, without legs. But they have the vest now, so you got to get the vest... And the pants. You need a helmet. But maybe they... Do you ever seen those scarves they got? They have these like yeah. airbag scarves for bike riders. And it looks like a big like mm. know, very effeminate scarf. But really it's like an airbag thing. that goes over your head when you crash. <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't have to wear like an unstylish helmet. <laughs> oh, that's in place of a helmet. Yeah, I guess the idea is that you don't need a helmet. You have this like airbag, this big gaudy scarf i have a giant boa around my neck it looks very like portland hipster helmet. it's like the hipster scarf <laughs> like you live somewhere where hip scarves are completely unnecessary i gotta say this would make car crash compliment compilations on youtube much more entertaining <laughs> yeah. if guys are falling off their motorcycle and going <laughs> yeah and they live yeah, so you get to enjoy it more and there's bouncing down the street because motorcycle crashes you almost always you just bite your finger like, yeah oh, oh, yeah his arm should not move like that yeah there goes his skin yeah it's gone. Uh, Oklahoma, an Oklahoma bill would establish a Bigfoot hunting season. The Oklahoma state representative introduced a bill that would establish a hunting season for one of the state's most infamous species of alleged native wildlife. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> but what, what, what inspired this? this like, it's got to be like a Are they just trying to get really attention? It's got to be a PR stunt for sure, yeah. The Oklahoma Wildlife Conversation Conservation Commission shall promulgate rules establishing a Bigfoot hunting season. The commission shall set annual season dates and create any necessary specific hunting licenses and fees. So they're going to make some money. So the region... They're like, we got to get cash. There's all these Bigfoot hunters out here. we got to cash in on this. The Southern Oklahoma region hosts an annual Bigfoot festival. Maybe it's catch and release. So, yeah. <laughs> I got them, but yeah. I had to let them go. <laughs> What do you bait a Bigfoot with? They eat squirrels, apparently. Sure. I don't know. Toronto woman finds knife-wielding squirrel in backyard. So a Toronto woman captured video when she looked into her backyard and was confronted with a bizarre sight. A squirrel holding a knife. <laughs> Might have been Leatherman. The squirrels are indeed up to something. They are up to something. Another Babylon Bee prophecy fulfilled. <laughs> I don't know if the squirrel could have been part of a local squirrel gang. She said the rodent gnawed on the knife handle for a while before abandoning it hmm. and then returned a short time later to chew on it a little longer. <laughs> wow. What an idiot. What an idiot. Stupid it's a squirrel. stupid squirrel. What a dummy. Your turn, Kyle. It is? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Man catches 54 P. Never gets old. Stories of the week. No. <laughs> Man catches 54 pieces of popcorn in his mouth in one minute. Good job, I guess. <laughs> he has broken more than 150 Guinness records. See, if, if one man can break 150 <laughs> Guinness records, 
then the, the records are not worth anything. He's promoting STEM education, oh, Kyle. good for him. It's a good cause. <laughs> All right. He teamed up with his neighbor, Jonathan Hannon, who is ambidextrous. So this guy <laughs> could throw popcorn into your mouth with both hands, which is kind of cheating. But it's the two-man record. The previous record was 37. Yeah. Which was set in 2016 by, by Ashrita Furman and Bipin Larkin. Bipin Larkin. It just sounds like... Someone who was named for Guinness Records. Like, <laughs> that's what your lot in life is going to be if that's your name. Is there a one man thing like that? One man, yeah, one man show. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it harder to do it when you do it or when someone else does it? How far away does that have to be? I don't know. I can do a lot if it's like. And plus, time. You throw it up in the air and you got to catch it. That's going to take a lot of time. It's true. Well, good job, um, David. Whatever. David Rush. Who cares? <laughs> stupid. Just really stupid. All right, let's do some stories of the week. Every week, there are stories. These are some of them. In a stunning reversal of almost a full year of devastating lockdowns that have decimated California businesses, California Governor Gavin Newsom has decided to reverse them all and finally allow businesses to get back to work. After he announced this, he was seen shouting at a row of completely abandoned businesses, telling them that it was time to reopen. You can reopen now! Now! No. <laughs> hey, everyone. Everyone. A dog walks by with a severed human limit in its mouth. Tumbleweed. Well, like, was that in Yojimbo? I'm, trying, I'm getting like my Kurosawa references here. Wind. That's, what, that's like the sign that the city has gone bad. There's a dog walking around with a severed human limb. Yeah, tumbleweeds. He's stepping on a partial corpse. <laughs> you can reopen. Open. Anybody? <laughs> He sees like a bum, like look around the corner and then scurry away <laughs> down, down the alley. Hey, hey, hey. So yeah, uh, Governor Newsom has suddenly been like, no more stay-at-home order. I wonder why. Because if you it's look strange. at the statistics it's right now. It's a little now, strange. When he, in, when he initiated the lockdowns before, the last time when he went real hard, and you look at the numbers for that same week, they're actually up a little bit this week same week that he's un- he's removing the lockdown like well why would he do that i thought it was all about science. yeah and now there's like what four thousand deaths a day and he's like open open you may uh, open now science Sci- uh. no. <laughs> and uh he's probably meeting with the scientists and yeah. they're telling him yeah we got to keep going with this lockdown these scientists that he's hired or whatever mm-hmm and then he's like, well, look at all these people that are signing the recall Gavin petition. <laughs> yeah, that could like, be it. <laughs> does, does this... Like, if you live in California... He puts a $5 bill underneath it and he slides it over to the scientists and he's like, mm-hmm. you want to maybe revise those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Can we massage that a little bit? <laughs> we just maybe run those numbers again, scientist people. I mean, what do you think the chances are that a man, a human being, would just strangle the life... Out of his own economy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stomping on its face, mm-hmm. great rubbing its face into the ground like a cheese grater. Double just because he doesn't like the current the, president and wants yeah. him to get yeah, out of office. Because uh, it seems just seems a little fishy that yeah. suddenly now that Trump's out of office, he's like, "All right, open back up." Okay, but We're that's good. but that's just Governor Newsom, right? So if it was a bunch of if it was a bunch of Democrat leaders that did it, 
yeah. all at the same time, then you would think that'd be a crazy coincidence. Like if yeah. it was like, like uh, Whitmer from Michigan, yeah. who's been stalwart. If, yeah. If she had done it or Cuomo. Cuomo. If he had all of a sudden been like, lockdown's bad now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightfoot, Lightfoot, Chicago. She has had a heavy brick-like foot. Yeah, on heavy foot. The throat probably. of COVID. Yeah. Heavy foot is my favorite Hobbit last name. Hmm. The ho- the heavy foots. Uh, <laughs> Who else? The Illinois Illinois governor. Oh yeah, did the same thing. DC mayor Bowser. Bowser. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he's like shooting fireballs at COVID. Yeah. What's well, a she? Little hat. Oh, <laughs> she. <laughs> Story number two. GameStop announces that due to skyrocketing stock, they can now afford to pay up to 25 cents for used games. Whoa, I'm going to take in all my games. That's crazy. Going to take in all my Man, games. So generous. GameStop and trade them That's all That's literally in. the only thing I know about GameStop is that when so you they, bring a game in, There's been a lot of times it. where I've been at GameStop and someone's been up there with like their PS3 and all their games and then the guy's like, oh yeah, I'll give you 28 bucks for the lot. You know, yeah. <laughs> <They're> just like <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, you see, yeah. it's like that's my soul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, actually, I hate game, insult. I hate GameStop because I, I've stopped going there because me and Dan used to when we were trying to not go insane at our last job, mm-hmm. we would just wander around the town at, at lunch. We'd drive different places. You just embrace it here. Yeah, here I just go insane. But we we go to we go to thrift stores, GameStop. Let's go to GameStop and see what they got. No, and then the, the people just like, like, like pounce on you when you come in there. The sales. Oh, really? Like, hey, man! They started like actually carrying must around the old GameStop. At least the ones I've been in, they're always like, they like, they like seem annoyed that you even want to go in there. Like, they are. And have to they're anything? both annoyed that you want to be there, and yet their corporate overlords are telling them they have hmm. to like. So they come up like, "Hey, man, uh, what game systems do you have?" Then they give you that look like, "Don't ask me for anything." And they're like punching it in the tablet. Oh, you got an Xbox One? That's cool. That's cool. So, have you pre-ordered the new Halo game? Like they, they offer to be your. They friend? started coming out from behind the counter and doing it oh, really? when you walk in, and I'm hmm. like, I don't want to pre-order anything. I'm just. I might just lunch. emanate guy who doesn't care about games because they don't have, <laughs> they don't come after me. Yeah, might be the smell. Yeah, it's the smell. Mm. <laughs> Cigar smell. Hey, that was a good rap battle insult. Do I get point? No. Uh, so <laughs> <And> uh, Ryan. <laughs> so actually, GameStop's yeah, actually stock price shot up. All of a sudden, which okay, so was, I don't understand at all what happened or how this works. So apparently, stocks make no sense. To me. I'm going to explain it, and I'm going to be completely wrong, but I'm going to try to sound like I know. And what you're going to explain it in lemonade stand for me. So uh, I will do that. So apparently, people noticed that GameStop's stocks were being shorted at a high rate. Already lost. I'm already confused. So so a bunch of Wall Street billionaires, billionaires. billionaires. Yep. They're wearing their Monopoly Man hats. They've got the little right. monocle, and they noted, and then when it went, it popped out. Can you do a better pop sound than that? It popped out, <laughs> and they said, "Oi, oi, oi, they're British. GameStop, GameStop is going under." <laughs> now they're, so Australian. they're Australian. They're Australian billionaires. <laughs> they go, GameStop's going under, mate. <laughs> We better, start, we better start shorting. So they all mm-hmm. shorted it. So they're betting that it's going to go under. And okay. people on Reddit noticed this. How do you this. bet? Where's this gambling place? I will explain it in terms of lemonade stands. Okay. But I'm waiting. So, but about just let me finish the, the GameStop story. So then to screw them, a bunch of people on Reddit decided they would all buy GameStop stock, okay. which made the price shoot way up. And now all these people are losing <laughs> millions of dollars. 
Okay. Because they bet on it losing and they, they, so bet they on lost it the bet. And it yeah. They lost well, that actually kind of makes sense. So they met them. They lose I don't get so how it works stocks, why it works. But. So shorting stocks is borrowing stocks. And then after an agreed upon amount of time, you have to give the stocks back. So okay. let's say you have 100 lemons and lemons are worth... That's an epic Lebanese thing. Wow. And lemons are worth $5 okay. each. So I have $500 worth of lemons. I'm betting. I know something about the lemon market. And you think it's going to die. And I'm like, dude, it's going to rain. Lemons t- are out. It's going to rain tomorrow. He's not going to sell anything. Lemons okay. are going down. Uh-huh. So I say, hey, buddy, can I borrow your lemons? And you're like. Why would I let you borrow them? I don't know. I don't you know why. See, this is the this is where it falls apart. I don't yeah, know what yeah. the mechanism is or why people <laughs> are allowed to do I don't this. get why you borrow stocks. That's weird. Yeah, you can borrow stocks from people. But maybe it's because they think it's going to go up. So anyway. So I borrow the lemons from you. Mm-hmm. Then. I sell them okay. to someone else. So I sell them at five bucks a pop. Now I've made five hundred dollars. Okay. Then okay. A- after a week, but you bought them from me for five hundred bucks, right? Oh, sorry. So let's say no, no, I didn't buy them from you. I just borrowed. Oh, them borrowed them. I borrowed right. them. You borrowed them. So I've made five hundred dollars. Okay. Minus fees, broker right. fees. So then, in a week, I have to give them back to you. Okay. Lemon market has tanked. Mm. Lemons are only worth a penny each now. Oh. So now I go to the market and I buy 100 lemons up at a penny each, mm-hmm. $1. It only cost me a dollar. Then I give them back to you. Here's your lemons back, buddy. Wait, so you sold the lemons for $500. Yeah. And then I had to I had to give you your lemons back, so I had to spend a dollar to get those but back. But you got 500 bucks. And I handed them to you, and now I made $499. Oh, because you have to give me the 500 I have to give you the lemons back. But I got them. But I'm giving now that I'm giving back to you, they're much cheaper, so I can buy them and hand them back to you. That's shorting stuff. <laughs> Does that make sense? Well, I don't get because if you bought, if you had, you borrowed the lemons, you sold them for five hundred bucks. Yeah, and then they went down in value. Yeah, and you bought them back for five at cents, this low price, five dollars yeah. or whatever. And then I handed them back to you. But you have five hundred dollars, so you spent five bucks to get them back. So it's like it feels to me like you just made money. That's uh, exactly. But why is that bad? I thought that was. Oh, so the oh the guy that bought the lemons is Reddit. No, that's the hedge fund managers. What I'm they're so trying. Lost. That's what they're trying to do. <laughs> they think, that's what they're trying to do. I think you're getting okay, 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 okay. what no, no. happened. So then what happened is they said, "Hey, look at these punks who are doing this to this lemon this guy." Poor lemonade stand kids. So then they bought. Okay, so they shot the bought a bunch of lemons, lemons and now up. lemons are scarce. Now they're rare. Now that makes sense. And so. now the lemons are worth a hundred bucks each. Gotcha. And now I have to give them back to you today. Okay. I have to go buy them for a hundred times a hundred, which is a lot. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. And now I have lost nine th- nine thousand five hundred dollars. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. So that's what they did. The first example was how short selling works. The second is how they're screwing the short sellers. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, wow. I apologize to the, probably the most people in the podcast audience that already understood what's going on. Here. Hopefully, some people didn't understand. I hope some people learned. I and hopefully, any stock my explanation stuff. was true. Let's go on to our yeah, next. Kyle story. got it wrong and rip him apart. <laughs> Congress has announced plans to retroactively impeach all previous Republican presidents. We must spend our time working on important things like impeaching all of those presidents who aren't in office anymore. Said Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> oh, that's who that was. It's what the American people want. I just assume she talks like that. I try not to it. <laughs> I try not to listen to anybody speak ever. So. She always sounds like she can't breathe through her nose and her uh-huh. jaw's about to fall off. 
We must spend our time bringing in emperors like impeaching the presidents. What? Who are to do this anyway? Oh, my prostate. <laughs> Wait, just never mind. <laughs> oh, my ovaries. So they're just going through the list and they're gone. All right, here we go. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Everyone, yay, nay, <laughs> impeached. I guess, yeah, if you can impeach presidents, they're not even president now. I would, yeah, why not? Ulysses Austin S. Grant, impeached. <laughs> <laughs> Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Harrison, impeached. <laughs> McKinley, Roosevelt, wow. Taft, Harding. You're just showing off how you know all the... Impeached. It's on my notes. Oh. oh, they're right there, yeah. I could. Coolidge, Hoover, Eisenhower, impeached. Then they're going to impeach Nixon the second time. Although, yeah. is it considered impeached if you didn't... Because he, he got impeached by the House, right? And then he resigned. Mm-hmm. So, does that... It's like his impeachment was... What's that considered? Canceled? Yeah, kind of. Cause he or like... Never never, never it was never confirmed, I guess, or whatever you call it when the Senate does it. Unpeached. Un, unpeached. <laughs> oh, that means... Ford, Reagan, Bush, and Bush, and and Trump. And then they have to do Trump again. Yeah, because it was the just for old time's sake. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, this, it's actually funny because they're trying to... They, so they're still going with it? Because they impeached him before he left office. Yeah. The Senate didn't convene to confirm the article of impeachment. Okay. And so it now, was like Nixon kind of? No, but he didn't resign. Right. So there's only one of them. Because you have to get both? I don't understand. Can you explain the, it in 11-8 stands? The House <laughs> has to ratify, might be the right term or confirm or whatever, they vote on the articles of impeachment. And when they agree on the articles of impeachment, which is like charges, yeah, the they stuff send it to the Senate and the Senate holds the trial Okay, to determine, the yes, Senate never did impeached it. or not impeached or whatever. Okay. And the Senate never held the trial. But now the they're first tra- impeachment. Right. And now they're trying to hold the trial. For the second one. Even though he's out. One, even though he's out of office. So he was so acquitted at the to, first trial. Now there's another trial. Are they trying to prevent a 2024 or something? Is that the whole goal? Yeah, because I think if you're impeached, you can't run again. Hmm. So that might be what they're trying to do. Hmm. Impeached. 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 All right, let's go on to our topic of the week. And now, the Babylon Bee's topic of the week. We have done this before, but we're going to read through some Babylon Bee prophecies. Because we're a one-trick pony. That are fulfilled. This is what you this is what you chumps want. This is what you guys want this from is us. Delightful. You want us to just do this and yell prophecy fulfilled over and over again. This is funny because it combines satire with reality. Here and are more the doom we are experiencing. All right. So everybody knows that the Simpsons predicts the future all the time. We at the Babylon Bee do too. Probably not as well as the Simpsons, to be honest. Yeah, not as Because you can't really compete with the show like the simpsons yeah it's, it's hard. been around for so long they got some great writers some great writers indeed <coughs> especially those first 10 seasons i was raised in a christian household i just watched the simpsons like for the first time wow and wow envious incredible actually i've forgotten most of them so i should go back it's definitely it's worth watching time. for sure okay here are 10 more babylon b prophecies that kind of sorta came true okay Prophecy number one, made July 26, 2020. Nevada Church avoids coronavirus restrictions by installing slot machines. Fulfilled on August 6, 2020. Calvary Chapel to hold prayer service for Trump at Las Vegas Casino. (laughs) (laughs) So all the churches were closed or beyond a certain capacity. And so they said, well, we're going to hold our service in the casino. (laughs) It's kind of 80% fulfilled because it's the reverse, but... 
they didn't bring the slot machines in. Who's the blanking on? Oh, Doctor Ian Malcolm, Jurassic Park. He's Mm -hmm. like the church finds a way. The church uh, (laughs) finds a way. Finds a way. Finds a way. (laughs) Prophecy. Oh wait, prophecy fulfilled. I did it. Oh, sorry. Well, no, I'm just saying. Usually, I don't do it. Yeah, you did it. Prophecy number two, made September fourth, twenty twenty. Anonymous White House source claims Trump punched a baby. <laughs> Wait, how could this possibly be fulfilled? So in this next one, it's uh, mediate, mediate posted. Watch, 98 times Trump disparaged babies by using them as an insult. <laughs> <laughs> no he way. disparaged them. That's incredible. <laughs> I want to read some of the disparaging babies he did. There's no link here. So it's because he's going like... Uh, He's a he's a big baby. They're a big baby. Is that it? Why is he talking like Bernie? I don't know. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, so they think that that's insulting babies. But doesn't everybody use baby as an insult? Why are we singling out Trump for this? Oh, it's a video. There's a there's a whole video of it, huh? Are you trying to want? Are, are you doing this right now? I, I really <laughs> I'm really curious <laughs> to see an example. Trump has invoked Infanto Americans to describe Infanto Americans. Americans. Is this real? Did he actually say this? Is this a is this a parody site? I don't want the B to get tricked by its own. This all looks like legit. Wait, Mediaite's real. Mediaite is real. Yeah. Okay. President Trump is currently under fire for calling U.S. military leaders losers and babies. <laughs> He's also got a comically long history of disparaging infants. Okay, Infanto Americans is a new one. To describe a variety of feelings in adult humans. So it's just when he calls people babies. Yeah. You big baby. People yeah. do it all the time. It's not an insult. It's insulting to babies. It's just true. Disparaged babies. <laughs> <laughs> Prophecy fulfilled. Inclusivity win. State of California to make all prisons gender neutral. This was on September 20th, 2017. Fulfilled on September twenty. Pretty real. I promise you that that sound that felt that felt not outlandish real time, in yeah. twenty seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that's twenty seventeen. Fulfilled that's September twenty sixth, twenty twenty. Governor Newsom signs law requiring California prisons to house transgender inmates according to their gender identity. So you can be like, I'm actually a woman, and you get sent over to the women's prison. White power bill. He's like, Yeah, I'm actually a woman. <laughs> I'm a serial rapist, but uh, you, you know, know, I've changed my ways. Just, I've so, woken. I've awoken. I'm woke. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a little girl named Tina living inside of me. <laughs> uh, prophecy. Oh, yeah. Prophecy. Fulfilled. fulfilled. <laughs> <laughs> prophecy number four. Made September 30th, 2020. Biden. You have to elect me to find out what my policy positions are. Who said that? Okay, so then Daily Caller fulfilled on October tenth posted that Joe Biden said, "You'll know my opinion on court packing when the election is over." Incredible, <laughs> just incredible, shocking. Prophecy fulfilled. Prophecy number five made October twenty third, twenty twenty. Biden calls a lid until election day. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a child sleeping so and they cute. put his head on him it's so cute it's so adorable fulfilled on october 25th just two days later joe biden says that he won't do any more in-person campaigning for the remaining nine days <laughs> <laughs> of all the historical things in biden not only that he had the most votes in american history 
That he like hardly But campaigned. then he did nothing for <laughs> two weeks before he even the, the election. Like who could get away with that? And the rallies are like 12 people yeah, in like a hot cars. dog cart and yeah. just standing around in these circle. Everybody's standing in their own little isolated circle like, hey. And yet to doubt any legitimacy is completely. Like, what? Are you psychotic? Yeah. You disgust <laughs> me. You're trying to insurrect everywhere. You're trying to insurrect everywhere. Stop insurrecting. Stop insurrecting. Gosh. Prophecy. Fulfilled. Posters claim their polls were 100% correct, but everyone voted wrong. Uh, okay. And then later on, fulfilled uh, November 4th. Same day, later that evening. Oh, really? Nate Silver to 538 Critics. That's a company, I guess. F you. We did a good job. <laughs> 538 is Nate Silver's uh, statistics. Oh, his company. Yeah. And he's the guy that figures Polster all this stuff thing. out. He's yeah. a pollster. He's a pollster. And he says, F you, we did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That would be hard. He tried. He tried. What can you what can you do? Prophecy fulfilled. fulfilled. Am I supposed to raise my cup? Fulfilled. <laughs> fulfilled. <laughs> can we redo that one? Yeah. I, I something screwed up on camera. Sure. So sorry. Re- repeat uh, the Nate Silver one? The Nate Silver one. Okay. Sorry, sorry guys. Prophecy number six, made November 4th, 2020. Poster claim, pollsters claim their polls were 100% correct, but everyone voted wrong. I love this guy in the picture. We were right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah uh, and then the Daily Beast reported uh, on the same day later that evening, Nate Silver, noted pollster, uh, to the critics of 538, his company, he said, you, we did a good job. <laughs> you can add a flower bed there. Uh, I just like that. I like that everyone's like, hey, why were the polls strong? And he's like, screw you guys. We did a good job. <laughs> Fantastic. Probably what I say. Oh. oh, when people are like, why wasn't your article funny? It was like, F you, we did a good job. The joke was hilarious. <laughs> it had pronouns. It had an identifies <laughs> thing. We had a grizzly bear beating up a wrestler. <laughs> what more do you want? We did a good job. Exactly. Prophecy. Prophecy. Fulfilled. Prophecy number seven made November 17th, 2020. Study finds connection between believing Russia rigged the 2016 election and believing the 2020 election was foolproof. How can this possibly be fulfilled? uh, Fulfilled November 24th. This is astonishing. From Zaynep, I don't know who that is, someone on Twitter, from their newsletter, 91% of Democrats think that the 2020 election was free and fair. Up from 43% in 2016. <laughs> That's a big flip. <laughs> That's a huge jump, man. <laughs> like, are we won? It was completely it was totally fair. fair. <laughs> I'll bet the numbers are the same for Republicans, though, in the yeah. opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. That is, that's, that's good stuff. Prophecy, Prophecy fulfilled. fulfilled. Prophecy oh. number eight, made September 24th, 2020. Trump announces he will only leave office if a challenge if a challenger beats him in ritual combat. <laughs> How could this possibly be? That Photoshop creeps me out. What's that from? It's from uh, Black Panther. Oh, I don't remember that. Rudy Giuliani. So fulfilled January 6th. Rudy Giuliani says, I'm willing to stake my reputation on the fact that there is election fraud. Let's have trial by combat. <laughs> 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 that's insane <laughs> I assume he was being a little he's probably joking funny but mm, you never know you never know you never know prophecy fulfilled, prophecy fulfilled. 
Ooh. Prophecy number nine made in August 7th, 2019. Democrats propose creation of National Trump Voter Registry. <laughs> Fulfilled on November I, I think I made this uh, yeah. Photoshop. Trump voter, do not approach. Do not approach. If you believe a microaggression has been committed, please contact your nearest law enforcement agency. <laughs> Known aliases, Brad, the Wink, B-Dub. B-Dub. <laughs> Sorry. Fulfilled on November 4th, 2020. Adam Rahuba on Twitter, who's a little bit of a troll. He's a troll. But he had a bunch of people like actually sharing this legitimately. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. He says, in the coming weeks, I'll be launching a new website. Users will be able to see every neighbor who financially donated to Republicans on a map. We will then be encouraging users to aggressively, but nonviolently, confront these people. No safety for fascist enablers. <laughs> <laughs> so I get that he was trying to be a little satirical. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's but when made, his account is basically to punk boomers who yeah. like think this I get stuff's that. real. Yeah. But I think when everybody's sharing it unironically and going, yeah, yeah this is a great idea. Yeah, yeah. And there were actually people in, in Democrat leadership that were saying, like, we need to hold these people accountable. We need to start making lists. Yeah, because I think there were some other people talking about it. So you need to punch up your satire just a little bit to stay ahead of your party. So <laughs> Yeah, he's like 30 seconds ahead. Prophecy fulfilled. Prophecy number 10, made August 12th, 2020. Men's Health magazine celebrates body positivity with first obese cover model. It's like a big fat guy on the cover. <laughs> yes. He's like drinking olive oil. Or no, it's probably just a beer. Eating nachos. Kind of does look like olive oil. Yeah. Fulfilled January 1st, 2021. Kind of. Cosmopolitan. This is healthy. And it shows fat ladies. <laughs> Excuse me. Like how you can't. You can say fat man. That's fine. You say fat lady. What? What? <laughs> it shows people who are very healthy. And at their size. They're at a healthy, healthy Health size. at every size. Got a healthy amount of Wellness weight. Wellness at every size. Wellness doesn't have to be one it, size fits all, Ethan. I am waiting for that cover. Like, why, if gender neutral, all this gender neutrality, where's the guy who's standing there laughing like, he's <laughs> all fat? <laughs> it could be me. Or, I want to be in a leotard doing that. <laughs> a rain of Cheetos coming down yeah. from the, <laughs> the heavens. This is, this is healthy. All Just right. Screenshot me. Well, perhaps no other time in history has the line between satire and reality. Right. Been I wanted to thinner. mention because we did one other. There's one that just happened. It was a good closing, man. You just it was it. good, but like we just had one. What was the one? The, the double oh, mask or the triple mask. Oh, I, we should probably do these two. I tweeted out a couple. Yeah. They keep coming in. We can't keep up. Okay. Here's okay, here's two bone. We'll do them in the subscriber portion. Bonuses? Two bonus prophecies that are fulfilled. All right, subscribers. Subscribers, buckle up. And if you're not a subscriber, Hold on to your babble belts. Then subscribe. All right, let's go on to uh, the uh, hate oh, mail. Your good ending? Oh, wait, what was my ending? I, I said, the line know. between re reality and satire has never been thinner. Let's move on to hate mail. I really miss Adam Ford. We get a lot of hate mail at the Babylon Bee. Here's some hate mail from a guy named Richard. And he says, you know, I just posted on your Facebook account about Mr. Epstein being released from hell. And I would like to ask, I thought you guys were Christians. If you're not, I would like to know. But if you think you are, then why do you make satire out of the destruction of the wicked in hell? God is not laughing. And neither am I or many believers. If you are Christians, then scroll the comments on your post and see your witness. It is full of hate and mockery and scorn. Is this the legacy you want God to judge? Oh, dang. He's throwing down the gauntlet there. Yeah. That's our witness. So this was an article, Jeffrey Epstein released from hell after declaring he is transgender. 
Who was this one? Uh, it was probably me. <laughs> yeah. It made more sense in the context of when Epstein was actually killed, like at the time. And there might have been something else that happened where someone else was saying that they were transgender and so they were getting transferred to prisons and there's a context. Okay. So I'm not going to defend it. I'm not going to defend it, but I'm saying there's... Sometimes you repost one from a year ago and it's like, wait, what, what is that What was I thinking? Yeah. yeah. No, no. I mean, yeah. It's always good. It's always good. But sometimes there's some context. <laughs> well, sorry, Richard. We hope you still read the site, I guess. Yeah. I promise there only be others. It's, you know, we don't do a lot of jokes about people burning in hell. Right. Just now and then. But I think if you're going to make a joke about someone bringing in hell, like Epstein. Epstein. You probably. He might be fair game. Kind of feel like that's safe. But. Yeah. You know. And we need Your to. theology is all messed up though because you can't get out of hell by declaring yourself transgender. Right. You're all, you're all wrong. Facts. Uh, facts matter. Facts first. Facts matter. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're going to go to our <laughs> subscriber portion where we're going to do two more fulfilled prophecies. We're going to answer some mailbag mail bag. And we've got a bonus hate mail as well. And then we're going to go through our subscribers of the week. Wait, subscriber headlines, headlines of the week. And, and I have an insane, some insane Ethan Calvin has an updates. insane story about his son. In multiple instances. An insane, the most insane son. Yes. And it's going to be fun. So here we go. Subscribe if you haven't already. Subscribers, join us in and the if lounge. If you're going to join us, put on your smoking jackets and let's yes. do this. And send us pictures of you in your smoking jackets. As long as you have like. Yeah, not open. Close. Just close. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. See you. Coming up next for Babylon B subscribers. Kyle and Ethan, both of you remain abstinent until marriage, and as a devout follower of Christ, my efforts are the same. I know I'm free from sin, but sometimes the efforts of self-control are still incredibly difficult. Ethan, I don't know how you did it. Wait, what about me? <laughs> Calvin goes, Mommy, I flushed the toothbrushes down the toilet. Both of them. You're gonna be one of those guys that's always taking off your clothes to show your tats off. Yeah. However, sorry, two masks can help protect you from COVID. However, some are finding it hard to breathe. Some are <laughs> Wondering what they'll say next? The rest of this podcast is in our super exclusive premium subscriber lounge. Go to BabylonB.com slash plans for full-length ad-free podcasts. Kyle and Ethan would like to thank Seth Dillon for paying the bills, Adam Ford for creating their job, the other writers for tirelessly pitching headlines, the subscribers, and you, the listener. Until next time, this is Dave DeAndrea, the voice of the Babylon Bee. 